after another very beautiful day in Johannesburg, a very warm welcome to you and the program as the sun sets. Yes, as usual, we take out our breviaries, our Bibles, we light our little candles. <laughs> but it's just lovely to be with you at this time of the day as we come to the end of the day and just recognize that today has been a gift from the Lord. And we simply want to say, thank you, Lord. And if we've done wrong, forgive us, Lord. Right, so let's place ourselves in the presence of the Lord and ask the Lord to be with us as we begin asking, O oh God, come to our aid. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Alleluia. If you are poor and lonely 
For you will have your place with God in heaven And when you weep My hand is on your shoulder Wherever you shall go There will I be Wherever you shall go Mary Magdalene came with the other Mary to see the tomb where the Lord had been laid. Alleluia. The Lord's revelation to my master, sit on my right. Your foes I will put beneath your feet. The Lord will wield from Zion your scepter of power, rule in the midst of all your foes. A prince from the day of your birth, on the holy mountains, from the womb before the dawn, I begot you. The Lord has sworn an oath he will not change. You are a priest forever, a priest like Melchizedek of old. The master standing at your right hand will shatter kings in the day of his wrath. He shall drink from the stream by the wayside, and therefore he shall lift up his head Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Mary Magdalene came with the other Mary to see the tomb where the Lord had been laid. Alleluia. Come and see where the Lord was laid. Alleluia. When Israel came forth from Egypt, Jacob's sons from an alien people, Judah became the Lord's temple, Israel became his kingdom. The sea fled at the sight, and the Jordan turned back on its course. The mountains leapt like rams, and the hills like yearling sheep. Why was it sea that you fled? that you turned back, Jordan, on your course. Mountains that you leapt like rams, hills like yearling sheep. Tremble, O earth, before the Lord, in the presence of the God of Jacob, who turns the rock into a pool and flint into a spring of water. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Come and see where the Lord was laid. Alleluia. Jesus said, Go and tell my brothers that they are to leave for Galilee. They will see me there. Alleluia. Alleluia. Salvation and glory and power belong to our God. His judgments are true and just. Alleluia. Alleluia. 
Praise our God, all you his servants, you who fear him, small and great. Alleluia. Alleluia. The Lord our God, the Almighty, reigns. Let us rejoice and exult and give him the glory. Alleluia. Alleluia. The marriage of the Lamb has come, and his bride has made herself ready. Alleluia. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Jesus said, Go and tell my brothers that they are to leave for Galilee. They will see me there. Our Gospel reading today, again, notes today from the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 24, verses 35 to 48. The disciples told their story of what had happened on the road and how they had recognized Jesus at the breaking of bread. Now they were still talking about all this when Jesus himself stood among them, and he said to them, Peace be with you. And in a state of alarm and fright, they thought they were seeing a ghost. But he said, Why are you so agitated? Why are these doubts rising in your hearts? Look, look at my hands and feet. Yes, it is I indeed. Touch me. And see for yourselves, a ghost has no flesh and bones, as you can see I have. And as he said this, he showed them his hands and feet. And their joy was so great that they still could not believe it. And they stood there dumbfounded. And so he said to them, Have you anything here to eat? And they offered him a piece of grilled fish, which he took, and he ate before their eyes. And then he told them, This is what I said. This is what I meant when I said, while I was still with you, and everything written about me in the law of Moses, in the prophets, and in the Psalms, has to be fulfilled. And he then opened their minds to understand the scriptures. And he said to them, So you see how it is written that the Christ would suffer and on the third day rise from the dead, and that in his name repentance for the forgiveness of sins would be preached to all the nations, beginning from Jerusalem. And you are witnesses to this. Now, let's remember that St. Luke was writing to the young Christians in about the year, what, 80, I would say. It was after the destruction of the temple in Jerusalem in the year 70. Uh, Nero's big revolution took place in 64. 
And after the destruction of the temple, many of the Christians were very disillusioned about their Christianity. Some of them had their doubts. Many of the apostles had already died. And, and so they were like little seedlings and, uh, and were really dependent upon some people who might have been around at the time of the death of Jesus. But for many of them, they were disillusioned. Disillusioned because they were persecuted. People were against them. They poo-pooed the whole issue of the resurrection. And they began to have doubts. Doubts about, Jesus, did he really rise from the dead? Or was it just a story that we've been told? It's like if we in South Africa had to tell people, or to tell our young people today about the things that happened in the apartheid years. They wouldn't believe us. They said, really? Was it like that? And so on. And so, you know, in those days, in the years after the destruction of the temple in Jerusalem, in those fledgling years of, the, of Christianity, many people had their doubts. And, and so it's not so different to us today. Don't you and I also have our doubts sometimes about our Christianity, about the relevance of Jesus to our times today? And sometimes we, we want to say, well, no, I, I, you know, I, I believe in Jesus, but somehow there's that little niggling feeling down within us somewhere that says, mm, I'm not so sure. Isn't it true that we have people who have been brought up as Catholics in good Catholic homes and suddenly they leave the church? They become atheists, agnostics. They don't believe anymore. And they can philosophize about why they are no longer Christians. And they can make all sorts of allegations against the church to justify their own lack of belief and so on. Well, let's not judge all these people. Some people really struggle to believe and, uh, and other people believe fairly easily. So let's remember then that Luke was writing to people like that in his day. And so he was trying to give them encouragement. And so he tells the story about the road to Emmaus and how these two disciples on the road to Emmaus discovered the Lord at the breaking of the bread. And then when he gets, when they go back to Jerusalem and they meet with the disciples, what happens? Jesus comes and he stands amongst them and he says, peace be with you. He doesn't scold them and say, you know, you bunch of whatever. <laughs> he greets them with peace. Even though they all disappeared at his death, he greets them with peace. Peace be with you. And now they're all in a state of fright. They're not sure who this is. There's this discrepancy, this doubt in their hearts. And Jesus says, but I'm not a ghost. I'm real. Feel my hands. Feel my feet. Feel me. I'm flesh and bones. Give me something to eat. So Jesus is rubbing it in. So Luke is telling the story to reassure the early Christians in his day, that's after the destruction of the temple in Jerusalem, trying to reassure them that Jesus is alive and that they mustn't be concerned that they have their doubts in their minds because the disciples themselves, the early Christians, they themselves had their doubts about Jesus. So don't be surprised. Just ask the Lord to strengthen your faith. As Jesus reassures them, he says, here I am amongst you. Give me something to eat. 
And then he quotes the scriptures to explain who he was and goes through the Psalms and the prophets and Moses and so on. So you see how it is written that the Christ would suffer and on the third day rise from the dead. And in his name, repentance for the forgiveness of sins would be preached to all the nations beginning from Jerusalem. And you are witnesses to this. That's Jesus telling his early disciples. Despite their doubts and their fears and all the rest of it, he says, you are witnesses to what has happened to me, and you must go and proclaim the forgiveness and the love and the mercy of God to all the nations. Go and proclaim the good news to the world. And Luke is telling his disciples, those early Christians, remember what Jesus said to his disciples. Be encouraged, says Luke. Be encouraged. Go out and do the same. Just believe and know that Jesus rose from the dead and sent his disciples out. And so are you. You too must remember that you've been chosen and you've been sent out to proclaim the good news that Jesus is risen from the dead. Without any doubt, we must believe that deep in our hearts. And that's your mission and that's my mission. So in these days after Easter, I pray that you and I will become more and more convinced of the resurrection of Jesus, of the truth, of the fact that Jesus is alive, is alive in your life and mine, in our faith, in our belief that he is with us. Never doubt for a moment and ask the Lord to strengthen our faith that we might continue and proclaim the good news, as Paul says, as clearly as we ought. This is the day which the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. Alleluia. Look at my hands and my feet, and know that I am truly here. Alleluia. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour. For he has looked with favour on his lowly servant, and from this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me. Holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and has sent the rich away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy. The promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children, forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Look at my hands and my feet, and know that I am truly here. Alleluia. Christ has risen from the dead, the first fruits of all who have fallen asleep. So let us praise him in our prayer. Risen Lord, hear us. 
Lord, remember the church you built on the apostles. Bless all those who believe in you. You are the healer of body and soul. Come to us with your salvation. Comfort the sick and renew their strength. Deliver them from all pain and distress. Help the anguished and the oppressed. In your love, uphold the needy. Through your cross and resurrection you have one immortal life. Grant to your dead the joys of your kingdom. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord God, you have made one people out of many different races and nations, united through confessing the glory of your name. They were born to new life in baptism. Let there be one faith in their hearts, one love in their Christian way of life. We make our prayer through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit as God forever and ever. Amen. And now may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come down upon you and remain with you always.
A lovely song there by Jennifer Ferguson called Seed of Peace. And what the children were singing over and over again was, Every day we pray to plant a seed of peace so peace can come to stay. My goodness, isn't that a prayer for us today in the world in which we live? Planting a seed of peace that peace might come to stay. Well, that's my prayer for you and for me. It's been lovely being with you for the last 25 minutes. And time for me to go now and to leave you with the Angelus and the beautiful prayer of the Rosary. Thank you to those of you who have written to me. I had a nice little email from somebody called Pierre who said, Father, I'm sending you a hundred rand in thanksgiving for the wonderful work that you're doing. Thank you, Pierre. It's always lovely hearing from people like that. Some people can give a hundred, some can give a thousand, some ten thousand. Whatever you can do to support Radio Veritas is something that we really, really appreciate. Well, we need to have much more financial support to keep us going. So if you can help us, this I'll give you our details of our bank account now. If you've got a pencil or a paper and a pen and pen, a paper and a pen ready, let me give you our details of our bank account. It's Nedbank. The branch is Cresta, C-R-E-S-T-A. The branch code is one nine. 191305, 191305, all right? And the account number is 191329067. And the account is simply Radio Veritas. So whatever you can do to help us to spread God's word, to plant that seed of peace that we heard about a moment ago, then... Send your little contribution, whatever that might be, whatever you can afford. We'd really appreciate it. But thank you to those of you who have been so generous to us in days and years gone past. We ask you, please, please, please continue with that generosity. Nedbank, Cresta, 191305 is the branch code. And the account, 191329607. So I know there are some people who can help and who are willing to help, we would really appreciate your help. But what you can do if you can't help us financially is pray for us. And so we would really appreciate your help and your prayers and ask the Lord to bless the work that we do. It's our pleasure to do what we're doing here, but it's always lovely to know that there are people like you out there who support us financially and also with your prayers. So, you've got a minute or two before the... Um, the Angelus. So from me, Father Emil, thank you for listening. Have a wonderful, relaxing evening, and I'll be back with you again. Ooh, not tomorrow morning, because tomorrow I'm going to be having my um, polygam infusion. So I'll be back again on Sunday with the Sunday Mass, and then on Monday morning at 6 o'clock. So from me, Father Emil, goodbye, and God bless. <laughs>